Johnson Wax Program. Presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Ted Weems opens the show with Love is News. a message for you about wax, genuine Johnson's wax. Do you realize what an important part Johnson's wax plays in making housework easier by protecting floors from dirt and wear? If you give your floors a genuine wax polish now, they'll take on a rich, mellow luster, adding beauty to the whole room. Once waxed, your floors are tightly sealed against dirt and germs, and you can say goodbye forever to floor scrubbing. But that isn't all. Johnson's wax gives a tough, wear-resisting polish that actually saves your floors from ever becoming shabby and worn at doorways and between rugs. They'll never acquire that disfiguring condition known as floor pox if you protect them now with genuine Johnson's wax. Buy it from your dealer tomorrow, paste or liquid. And if you want to wax polish every floor in your house with practically no effort and at very small cost, rent a Johnson's electric floor polisher. As you probably know by now, the McGees are about to set sail for Hollywood to begin work on a moving picture. Full of plans, figures, hopes, fears, and fancies, they are busy packing trunks and suitcases to put into their new auto trailer. Here they are in the kitchen at 79 Wistful Vista. Fibber McGee and Molly. Now, I wonder if I should take me fox furs or whether it'll be too warm to... McGee, shall I take me furs? McGee, answer me. <laughs> well, uh, what say, Molly? Heavenly days. I ask you a question and you stand there grinning like a chessy cat. <laughs> I was just thinking, do they still throw custard pies in movie comedies, Molly? Well, how should I know and what of it? <laughs> I was just thinking it's too bad I can't play a scene with old Harpo Wilcox. <laughs> Boy, could I squish a mess of custard all over his puss. Quiet. Hurry up and get packed. You've got to carry all this stuff out into the trailer, you know. Oh, don't fuss so much. We've got plenty of time. And I wonder if I ought to take my golf clubs. One of them is pretty warped. But the other two are okay. <laughs> Say, how about this uh, straw hat? Shall I take it? What, that pile of hay don't... Yes, I think I will. Okay, you probably need it. No, I don't think I will. No, you probably won't have it. Yes, I'll take it. I was hoping you would. (laughs) You never can... I'll get it. Hello? What? Oh, I don't know. I'll see. That's the phone company, Molly. They want to know if the telephone's been shut off yet. Well, now... Well, you're talking on it, aren't you? Oh. Oh, yeah. Hello? No, not yet. Okay. 
Did you ask the light company to shut off the electricity? Sure. Did you speak to the mailman? Why, certainly I spoke to the mailman. You think I'm so stuck up about being a big movie star that I don't even speak to the mailman? Oh. I mean about our forwarding address, Egernet. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I told him to send your mail in care of Paramount. Mine? Well, how about yours? Oh, I, I told him to send mine in care of Madeline Carroll. What? Why, Fibber McGee, you don't even know her. Well, can you think of a cuter way to get acquainted? I'll just go over to her house and say, Hi, are you mad? Oh. Well, listen, mad. You got any mail that was sent here by mistake? And she'll say, McGee, yeah, quit daydreaming and get busy. There's work to do. Hand me that straw suitcase. Well, you needn't throw it at me. Oh, excuse me. I was thinking. You know, I'll probably be a big help to the cameraman. As soon as they find out that I'm a Lulu with a Leica, they'll probably ask me to help out with this. Oh, dear. Hello? Oh, yes, Mr. Gable. You can't hardly wait. Oh, now, Mr. Gable. Yes, we're leaving right away. No, I won't forget. Goodbye, Mr. Gable, and thanks for calling. Hot dog, Park Gable. He can't wait to meet us, huh? Be quiet. That was Herman Gable, the butcher. He wants us to be sure and pay the bill before we leave. <laughs> well, I took care of it this morning. I'll bet he never cashes the check. Why not? He'll probably save it for the autograph. Oh, dear. Ah, uh, McGee, won't it be wonderful to be in Hollywood where you could just lean out the window and pick a handful of oranges? What do you mean, a handful of oranges? One orange is a handful in California. Well, you know what I meant. Sure, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to have me an orange grove. Really? Mm, yeah. I've been saving the seeds out of my orange juice for months. Oh. <laughs> Only trouble is, after you pick the oranges, somebody's got to squeeze them to get orange juice. Oh, yeah. I ever tell you what happened to Tuffy Goff out there? Hundreds of times. And well, if you sir, don't... one night, Tuffy thought he'd like a glass of orange juice before going to bed. So he reaches out the window and he grabs an armful of fruit. And when he got it all squeezed, it, it, it tasted kind of funny. Not bad, but funny. But he never thought anything of it till next morning when he found that he'd squoze a couple of walnuts and had drank walnut juice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you see, the walnuts out there grow so big, he naturally mistook them for oranges in the dark. Oh. Why, that walnut juice went all through his system. It stained him so bad, he got a job as a stand-in for Bill Robinson. Oh, oh. Hello? Oh, hello, telephone company. No, it isn't shut off yet. Thank you. I wonder if I ought to take my tuxedo, Molly. No, we're going to work for Paramount, not Max Sennett. <clears throat> you know that tuxedo is full of moth holes? Moth holes? Well, what of it? It's warm out there. <laughs> wonder where we're going to live when we get there. At a hotel? Oh, I don't think so. It's all, that'd be awful expensive. Mm -hmm. We better get us a hacienda. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't like them. They give me heartburn. Ah, uh, you're thinking of enchiladas. Oh, yeah. By the way, Buddy Rogers has a ranch out there. We might get us a ranch. Heavenly days, a ranch. We don't need all that room. Buddy Rogers says the ranches out there are only about 40 feet by 35. Oh. He says if you got a packing box, a Navajo blanket, and a Filipino, you got a ranch. Ah, uh, it must be a funny place. No, they got some smart people out there, though. You know, I met a bunch of guys from Hollywood the other day, and they were all expert about everything. There wasn't anything they didn't know. I talked to them all evening, and I only heard one of them say, I don't know. Well, what did you ask him? No, I asked him what day it was. 
Hello? No, it ain't shut off yet, and quit calling me. Oh, Perry Como. Hello, Perry. Huh? Oh, you are, eh? Well, that's swell. Okay, much obliged. I'll sit down and relax a minute, Molly. Perry Como's going to sing. What's he going to sing? Uh, that one about the millionaire's little boy who swallowed the nickel. What's that? There's something in the air. <laughs> Something in the air That warns me to beware tonight There's something in the air mm, There's music in the breeze I never saw the stars so bright There's something in the air So I find there's danger in your eyes The thrill is new I've been blind But now I realize What love can do Love, I feel it everywhere So whisper you'll be mine tonight There is something in the air I hate to leave Ted and the boys. Oh, we'll see him when we get back, Molly. If we get back. What do you mean, if? Well, you know how it is. A new face flashes across the silver screen, and millions and millions of people demand to see more of him. <laughs> I'm referring to me, of course. Well, that's all very well, dearie, but where are you going to get the new face? <laughs> where am I going to get the say? Why, when they seen my photographs, you should have heard them. I'd like to have heard them. Look at that face, they said. What character? In my eyes, they saw intelligence. In my forehead, they saw vision. In my nose, humor. In my lips... A three-for-a-nickel cigar. <laughs> oh, hi, Harpo. Hello, folks. When are you leaving for Hollywood? Oh, we're almost ready, Mr. Wilcox. My, my, we're going to miss you and all the rest of the folks. I'll say so. I don't believe they got anybody in the whole movie colony that could equal your talent for annoying me, Harpo. Oh, don't worry about that. You'll find somebody. Who? Me. You? You going to Hollywood? Why, of course I'm going. Oh, I'll see about this. This is too much. Give me that phone. I'll take care of this. 
Here I thought I was going to get away from Harpo's kibitzing and... McGee, who are you calling? Operator, give me Racine, Wisconsin. S.C. Johnson and Son. Racine. Racine. Ray as in radio and seen as in my love scenes with Shirley Ross in our new Paramount picture, This Way, Please. Written and directed... McGee! (laughs) Hello, Mr. Johnson. This is Fibber McGee. Huh? Fibber McGee. Oh, sure you do. (laughs) I'm on your program. Why, for the last year or so. Don't you remember? Sure. Well, listen, Mr. Johnson. Harpo Wilcox says he's going to Hollywood with us. Now, I ask you in all fairness, is that fair? Listen, I've stood for his buttoning in long enough without his following us 2,000 miles to rub it in. Yes, I am sore, good and sore. Yes, and that's final. I'm putting my foot down, you hear? What? Oh. Oh, oh you would? <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Say, Harpo, where are you going to live when you get to Hollywood? (laughs) Mr. Johnston has invited me to use his home in Pasadena. How are you? (laughs) And he didn't even remember who you were. Well, I never was one to push myself. Oh, say, that must be that dramatic teacher. I called up to give me a few pointers. You know, Barry Mel Lyonmore. Uh, Come in, Mr. Lyonmore. This is, I suppose, is our neophyte of the drama. Neophyte? What's that? Neophyte, Molly. Neo means new, and new actors always have to fight. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Lionmore, uh, this is Mrs. McGee. Uh, she's going to support me in the picture. And long after the picture. <laughs> How do you do, I'm sure? Oh, I'm delighted, my child. Very much delighted. Now then, now then, my boy. Mm-hmm. We haven't much time to brush up on your dramatic work. We'd yes. better start with the fundamentals. Now, mm-hmm. first, first let me say that all emotions portrayable are variations of fear, greed, and surprise. Oh, well, uh, uh yeah. how about love? I really don't think you'll be cast for that. <laughs> well, uh, how about hope, Doc? One can always hope. Yes, yes. <laughs> now then, suppose we take a, a, astonishment, a form of surprise, uh, or hate, uh, a variation of fear. Can you register hate? Oh, uh, I don't know. I uh, let's see. Uh, uh, what do I hate, Molly? Hard work. Yeah. That's marvelous. Yes, that's, that's quite remarkable. Yeah. But, uh, only. Uh, don't show your teeth quite so much. Uh, hate is a uh, mental, uh, not uh, dental. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, Barry. Yeah. Well, now, then, uh, suppose we take a more subtle expression. Uh, now you're talking. Subtle tree, that's my dick. Well, now, uh, uh, now let's take eagerness. A, a form of greed. Uh, how, uh, how how do you express eagerness? Like this. Quit batting your eyes. Well, that's what I seen Claudette Colbert do. 
She fluttered her glimmers a mile a minute when she registered eagerness. And that's I'm just afraid that you're going to need a great deal of work. And I'll bet nobody gives it to us. <laughs> but now, I, now uh, suppose you were called upon to register uh, despair on an exit. Well, how about haste on a fire escape? <laughs> I ought to be able now, to... Uh, now, look, as, as I leave the room, I place one arm across my eyes. My shoulders are bowed. Yeah. Right hand extends behind and to the side, and I I exit like this in despair. And I might add in disgust. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Huh? Yeah. Gee, that was well. I've never seen despair and disgust better done. That was great acting. Acting? Mm -hmm. That's what you think. Mm -hmm. Come in. Oh, it's Geraldine. Hi, Geraldine. Hello, Mr. McGee. Hello, Miss McGee. I heard you on your way to Hollywood, and I simply rushed right over to say goodbye. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) Isn't it just too too thrilling? I mean, isn't it really? But I know you're going to have a marvelous time. Yeah, when me and old Shorty Cagney and Slim Arliss and Freddie Marsh get together. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, I really am, really. I asked Gerald when he thought they'd start shooting you, and he said it couldn't be too soon. <laughs> oh, Gerald says the cunningest thinks he really does, Miss Yeah, McGee. Gerald is a clip. Oh, you'd get an awful kick out of Gerald. Yeah, that... Anyway, Gerald said you would if you ever met you. <laughs> but that's just his way of talking. <laughs> well, I just wanted to run over and say goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Now, uh, when you get to Hollywood, I hope you get a nice bungalow. Bungalow? Uh, Gerald says everybody in pictures lives in a bungalow because they use one story over and over again. <laughs> goodbye. Well, I simply must Ted Weems playing an Elmo Tanner whistling When Hearts Are Young. Now, at this time of year, almost every woman has a desire to make her home more attractive. That's why millions of women are buying Johnson's Wax. They know that this remarkable wax gives new beauty to their floors, furniture, and woodwork. 
bringing out all of the mellow loveliness of the wood, and at the same time giving it a sure protection against dirt and wear. Dust can't cling to a Johnson wax surface. Finger smudges can be easily wiped off furniture and door frames that are wax protected. Cleaning work is cut in half from the time you start waxing your floors, tables, cabinets, windowsills, enamel ice box, and all painted surfaces. Order Johnson's Wax tomorrow. Paste or liquid, whichever you prefer, but insist on genuine Johnson's Wax. Remember, you save money on the larger sizes. Come in. Oh, it's Ted Wee. Oh, hi, Ted. Hello, Fibber. And hello, Molly. I just came over to say goodbye and good luck. Well. Oh, thanks, Ted. Say, Ted, why can't you go to Hollywood with us? Yes, we'll certainly miss you and your boys, Ted. Yes. We'll miss you, too. But we have to stay here for two reasons. Name three. <laughs> well, first, we have to fill contracts here, and besides, my boys can't play in California. Why not? They can't read the music with those smoked glasses on. It sounds terrible. Oh. <laughs> Hello? Oh, the telephone company. No, the phone's not shut off yet. You're welcome. McGee, should I take an umbrella? An umbrella? To Hollywood? Why, Molly, there's practically no precipitation out there. Well, maybe not, but what if it should rain? Well, Well, next week is going to be an important week for us, McGee. Yes, and next week we have a very important announcement to make about a great contest on Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner. Every week, a deluxe covered wagon trailer... And many cash prizes will be given away free. Don't miss the announcement next Monday. Our folks. Mr. Wilcox. Hello, folks. How did you get in here, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, he crawled in through a wise crack. (laughs) (laughs) You get it, Molly? He says, how'd he get in? And I says, he crawled in. funny, McGee. I'll say it isn't. (laughs) Hey, you keep out of this, Harpo. Thank goodness we'll get away from your kibitzing while we drive to California. All right, all right. But you'll be sorry when you see me out there with Virginia Bruce or Marlena Dietrich on my arm. Heavenly days, Marlena Dietrich on his arm. Does he know her? No. He's probably going to get tattooed. (laughs) Say, shall I take this pair of overalls? Mel Shower, the producer, says it's going to be hard work out there. Oh, Mrs. Wearybottom. Hi, Weary. Oh, hello, folks. I just heard you were leaving for Hollywood to make a picture, and I thought I'd drop in and say goodbye. I know you'll have a lovely trip. It's really beautiful with all those mountains and all. You can look right over the edge of the road and see a thousand feet down in some places, though it really isn't dangerous except when it's raining, and it is most of the time when it isn't snowing. But don't worry about it. My first husband drove it three times before he fell down the canyon, but you probably do it the first time. My goodness, don't they pick the goofiest people to put in pictures.
that bass, slap it till it's dizzy, slap that bass, keep the rhythm busy, zoom, 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 misery, you got to go. Slap that bass, use it like a tonic, slap that bass, keep your philharmonic, zoom, 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 and the milk and honey will flow. Dictators would be better off if they zoom, zoom, now and then. Today, you can see that the happiest men, they all got rhythm. If you want to bubble, slap that bass, slap away your trouble, learn to zoom, 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 slap that bass. Is everything packed? Yep, let's see now. Road maps, putties. Why putties? Oh, I may have to help direct. Why, they don't wear putties anymore. No? They wear pants that don't match their coats. <laughs> Honest? Sure. The movie actors and directors always go in pairs to buy suits, and then oh. they divide up the coats and pants so nothing matters. <laughs> How about vests? They wear sweaters and no shirts. Hot dog, I'm going to like that place. Well, bring that trunk when you come, Molly. McGee, bring that trunk yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, open the door, Molly. Now be careful getting it down the steps, McGee. It might fly open. I'd be satisfied if it could just fly. Uh, Hollywood bound at last. And muscle bound at least. <laughs> Look out, McGee. Be careful, it's slipping. <laughs> A new trunk, too. Is it broken? No, it ain't broken. Don't seem to be. But you didn't even ask if I was hurt. Well, are you? I don't know, but you might have asked. Well, I guess that's everything. Did you lock the back door? Yep. Everything's taken care of, I guess. Oh, dead rabbit. Now, what did you forget? I forgot the bird. Don't worry, you'll get it when you get to Hollywood. <laughs> Oh, that phone again. Hello? Oh, the telephone company? No, it ain't shut off and quit calling me up about it. You can't... Huh? If it isn't shut off, there's a long-distance call for it. Who from? Oh. Oh, hey, Molly. Yeah. Long-distance call from Paramount Studios in Hollywood. Heavenly days. Maybe they want to cancel our contract. Uh oh Hello? Yes, the phone's been shut off for a week. You know, Molly, I, I'm 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 looking forward to being a movie star. Well, you're looking a long way ahead. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm the last of a long line of actors. Oh, you mean you're about at the end of your rope? <laughs> you know, me uncle Dennis was in the movies. You know, he uh, he's been in some wonderful roles. <laughs> I wouldn't know about his roles, but I know he's been on some marvelous buns. McGee. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>
This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Glow Coat, the scene Wisconsin. Inviting you all to be with us again next Monday night at this same time. Until then, good night. And this is the National Broadcasting Company.